0: All right, y'all, the news cycle is moving really fast. I want to give you the latest news and updates before you go to bed or as you wake up so that on Friday, you are very well equipped with the latest news.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash
0: system. In the last episode, if you didn't catch it, please go ahead and watch it. I did something I don't generally do. I had a special guest on commenting with me, On an article that they had written. And was published yesterday. About Memphis. Make sure you check out that previous episode. But I also talked about this UFO. Unidentified flying object. Which is now an IFO. An identified flying object. Which is a Chinese. Spying balloon. That's been tracked for a couple days now. By the Department of Defense. We have a lot more information now. So let me bring you up to speed. As I. Reported earlier, Biden has decided to take no action as far as bringing it down because he's listening to no uh, good-for-nothing Austin, who's more cared about woke than securing our security here in our country. And also uh, Staff General Mark Milley, who is an absolute treasonous, traitorous, rat, backstabbing, Chinese communist-loving traitor. After evaluating the threat, the U.S. military, along with the White House, opted not to shoot down the balloon. Debris from the floating device could possibly injure a civilian. Now, some of you folks that are more tactical, more more devious, or give it more thought than I did, made some, some points. Maybe it's an EMP. Maybe it's some sort of trap that if we shoot it down, it can cause a lot more harm. A biological weapon or thing could be in there or what have you. Those are all fairly interesting ideas. But here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. Anthony Blinken is supposed to arrive in Beijing on Sunday. And this is happening a couple of days before. Hmm. The timing sure seems suspect. We also know that the defense officials are saying they are confident that the, that the balloon was sent by the Ch- uh, Chinese government... And they're also trying to throw shade at President Trump, saying this is not the first incident. It happened with the previous administration. They lie, so I don't know if that's true or not. But there's no way in hell you're going to tell me that China was as bold against President Trump as they are with Anthony Blinken, a good-for-nothing Secretary of State. In the very first meeting, they dissed and showed disrespect and showed an upper uh, advantage to the weak Biden regime. They know they got Biden in their pocket. They know the regime's communist. They know they've all been sold out and bought. They don't even have to pretend. Currently, we assess, assess that this balloon has limited additive value from intelligence collection perspective, but we're taking steps nonetheless to protect against foreign intelligence collection of sensitive information. Doesn't matter if it has limited additive value, if there's a spy thing, you take it down. Or you corral it and take it somewhere where it might be safe to dispose of or to spy on the spies. You don't just let it sit there above Montana. That shows weakness. And that's exactly what they're doing right before Secretary of State Anthony Blinken meets with them on Tuesday. Now, we're also finding out that we have people that have actually been able to scientifically track its origin. They've gone back and tracked it and one weather scientist traced, uh, DOD says high altitude balloon over Montana was a spy balloon from China. I did a quick run of the NOAA high split model to trace backwards the path of an object. Some scientific uh, uh, mojo uh, and jargon that has some hashtags to it so some people know what this is. Using 14k meters over Montana yesterday, I get the following. Yep, Central China. And by the way, this uh, weather data tracking it back um, was with a uh, a post that references a CNBC article. Now here is the uh, here's some more information. White House reporter Simon Atiba points out the ramifications of China's actions. Breaking Pentagon says China sent spy balloon over Montana, home to one of the most sensitive U.S. military installations, which oversees Minutemen 3 intercontinental ballistic missiles to gather intelligence days before Blinken's Beijing trip. Your reaction. Okay, folks, this gets thicker. Over in this area, we have Minutemen 3 intercontinental ballistic missiles. And we have a balloon near there. And China is buying farmland near other things. They are so unafraid of us. They are so in charge that this is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm not the only one. Check out. This is from Senator Tom Cotton, okay? Senator Tom Cotton, later, late, late this afternoon, tweeted out, Secretary Blinken should cancel his trip to China and President Biden must answer why he has not secured U.S. airspace. So, I'm not the only one that thinks that something should be done about this. Mad respect to Senator Tom Cotton. That is the update I have for you on that. By the way, folks, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here with me on Open Source News. This is my fourth episode today. Been very busy today. Plus, I'm going to give you a little, I'm not a preview or a sneak peek, but I'm going to throw it out there that I am working on a brand new project that I'm excited about. Spent several hours on it today. I will unveil it when the time is right. Many of you, it won't be for all of you, but many of you will enjoy it. Just excited about it and I hope to better present it to you very soon. I'll leave it at that because I don't want to be pinhole or pigeonhole or whatever the idiomatic expression or phrase is. It's close uh, to midnight, folks. So I'm a morning person. I'm a lot sharper at 4 a.m. than I am at midnight, if I go to sleep, that is, and wake up at 4 a.m. But I want to make sure that you guys have this information. By the way, if I've not introduced myself, I hope you know by now that I am BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. But you can call me James. That's what my mother does and my entire full name when I am in trouble. I'm sure many of you can relate, but now I'm in my 40s and that doesn't happen to me anymore. Now I do that to my children. Speaking of my children, my oldest daughter, my second of four children in, uh, in chronological order, she reports the news without any commentary over on our sister channel, the BCP Report. Please check it out. And if you missed any of our episodes recently, go back and watch them. To be honest, don't watch really any episode more than three days because the information will probably be dated. But if you missed an episode from yesterday or earlier today or maybe a couple days ago, watch it. Your engagement with this episode by watching it and commenting it and liking and subscribing and sharing it helps us. So does you looking at our other videos. Because then YouTube says, oh, the the videos that James at Black Sort of Patriot Channel is putting up, the other videos are being sought out by the viewers. They must like it. And then they will start to show more of that in your feed. That is how that works. And that helps us out. We also have another show. I'll mention it later. The links are down below. Okay. This is from yesterday, but I want to make sure that we're, we're caught up that the, uh, in the FBI search of Joe Biden's Rehoboth Beach home, they did take some handwritten notes. We don't know what's on it. Uh, they indicate that there's no, nothing with classified markings on it. But it is very interesting that the first day Special Counsel Robert Hur is totally in charge of this thing is the day that uh, Biden's handwritten notes are now in his possession. Is it an investigation or is it a cover-up? Well, here is my question. And reporting on this. That's all I would have to say about that. Just want to let you know that I reported yesterday that there was no classified information, but I believe I failed to mention that they did take some materials out of there that were not or we were told are not classified. This is what the AP reported. Joe Biden is a man who writes down his thoughts, and some of those handwritten musings over his decades of public service are now part of a special counsel investigation into the handling of classified documents. It isn't clear yet what the investigators are looking for by taking custody of notes from his time as vice president and his decades in the Senate that were found in his Delaware homes in Rehoboth Beach and Wilmington. They took them from both homes. Biden's attorneys did not say whether the notes were considered to be classified, only that they were removed. But over his 36 years in the Senate and eight years of vice president, Biden had a front row seat to a lot of highly sensitive moments in U.S. history, including September 11th, Interesting. The 2011 death of Osama bin Laden, interesting. And unfolding political turmoil in Ukraine. Given current situation, even more interesting that they would make note of that. Now, let's get into Hunter. Okay, folks, this is where all the story is going to start to come together. Okay. Hunter's business partner was the one moving Joe Biden's documents from the White House to the University of Delaware. Let me repeat that again. Hunter's business partner was the one moving documents. And Geraldo Rivera, if you missed that episode, was uh, yesterday. Uh, well, when I'm recording it, it was this morning's episode. But when you're watching it, it was Thursday morning's episode. Geraldo Rivera says there's no evidence that there's a national security issue here. There's no evidence of anything that this is some kind of right-wing craziness. Well, Hunter Biden's business partner and president at Rosemont Seneca, Eric Schwerin, Schwerin, that's right, was in charge of the transfer of Joe Biden's documents to the University of Delaware. By the way, it was also reported a couple of days that he was involved in transferring classified information to Ukraine. So let's go over to the Daily Mail they're reporting Hunter Biden's business partner was tasked with transferring sensitive papers from Biden's vice presidential office to the University of Delaware, papers that were sensitive enough to require the involvement of the White House lawyers who were able to look for these things, even though it has been reported that not all of them have clearance to even go into classified information. But that's okay. They're cooperating with the Department of Justice. Now, how come... Now, in the first few weeks that the DOJ has been there, how come the House GOP hasn't called in Christopher Ray or Merrick Garland? Now, they've asked for some information, but why haven't they sat them down for a hearing, just so we can all be amused, really, I know, by Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland just pleading the fifth and saying, oh, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't comment on it. But how come they haven't called to task Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland? Interesting question. And I'm sure the answer is not as interesting. It's just the swamp being swampy. Let's get back to the transfer of these documents. The revelation is the latest piece of evidence tying hundreds to the president's potential mishandling of classified documents. This is the Daily Mail. Eric Schwerin, Hunter's Rosemont Seneca partner who handled the handled Joe's taxes and personal affairs, was in charge of moving an archive of 1,850 boxes of files from the Vice President's D.C. office that was being donated to the University of Delaware in 2010. By the way, in the podcast that Senator Ted Cruz does, he has gone into lots of detail about the moving of these boxes. Don't know if he's covered this particular angle, but he is calling for... They need to search those 1,850-odd boxes that were transferred over there. to See what's in there. A New York Post report from the Times said this, the records arrived on 33 pallets carried by two trucks and also included 415 gigabytes of electronic records. Wow. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Everything is good. Even though I reported the other day about John Sandwick who worked as the acting director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement for Obama for a, for just like less than a year, from August 2013 to February 2014. But as I reported, the next year, he was going into databases that were classified, giving information to Hunter Biden and his partners. No longer work for the government, but having access to classified information. But we're supposed to believe that he was feeding directly to Hunter Biden and Rosalind Seneca. But we're supposed to believe there's nothing to see here. We are conspiracy nutjobs and tinfoil hatters to think that just there just might be a connection between Hunter Biden and this classified information. Okay. Now, we've got Hunter Biden flip-flopping. His attorneys are now saying that the letters requesting investigations are not really an acknowledgement that the laptop is Hunter Biden's. Okay, so Hunter Biden is asking his father's corrupt Department of Justice via the assistant AG, the Delaware Attorney General, and the IRS to essentially go after individuals close to President Trump who shared information from his laptop. That was yesterday's news. Lawyers for President Joe Biden's son Hunter have asked the Justice Department to investigate close allies of former President Donald Trump and others who they say accessed and disseminated personal data from a laptop that he dropped off at Delaware computer repair shop in 2019. That's the associated press. All right. We're not talking right-wing Breitbart or gateway pundit or BCP news or open source news or the blaze associated press said that they also said in a separate letter, Biden's attorneys have also asked Fox news host Tucker Carlson to retract and apologize for what they say are false and deformatory claims made repeatedly about him on air. So they're going after everyone, right? Now these people have the cojones, the chutzpah, the brass pair. To come out and say, oh, wait, 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 wait wait a minute. We're not acknowledging that this information that came from the laptop Is from a legitimate laptop of Hunter Biden, even though we're asking the corrupt, I mean, the corrupt DOJ, his father's a president and he's asking his father's law enforcement arm to go after other people. We are in such a banana republic right now that it can't get any more obvious. But this is the kicker. Oh my gosh. Attorney for Hunter Biden... Says letters requesting investigation into laptop repair store owner Rudy Giuliani, Tucker Carlson, and others are not an acknowledgement that the laptop is in fact Hunter's. Quote, these letters do not confirm Mac Isaacs or others' versions of a so-called laptop. They address their conduct of seeking, manipulating, and disseminating what they allege to be Mr. Biden's personal data wherever they claim to have gotten it. That's from Mr. Lowell, Hunter Biden's attorney. These people are sin vergüenza, shameless, in-your-face liars. They don't care. Why? Because there's been no damn consequences. Oh, it gets richer still, folks. We are not down the rabbit hole all the way yet. We're just barely scratching the surface. For some reason doing that, this is a late show, folks, so I'll digress a little bit. That reminds me of Max, my beagle. Years ago in California, I owned this uh, horse property. I didn't have horses, but the previous owners that I bought it from, they had a corral in the back for their horses, but we didn't have any horses. We had a big old trampoline back there so kids could have fun and tweak their knees and have all kinds of uh, damage, but fun, right? If you don't come out of childhood with a whole bunch of scrapes and bruises and maybe some of us Yours included, uh, yours truly. Twisted ankles, busted up a cast here or there, then hell, you didn't enjoy your childhood. I was a skateboarder and a snowboarder when well, I picked it up later in high school. But yeah, I had a cast. Comes to the territory. But anyway, that digging just reminded me of Max, my beagle, that was always digging around the perimeter of our property. I miss Max. He dug. Underneath, where our neighbors had a pit bull. And as soon as he got on the other side, the pit bull ended my Beagle Max's life. This is kind of something that uh, we should be doing with that Chinese balloon spying on us. It's in our territory. We should be pouncing on it. See how I digress and then brought it back? All right. The New York Post is reporting that the wife of an ex-FBI agent arrested this past week for allegedly helping a Russian oligarch and I'm talking about uh, Mr. McConaughey. I reported on him last week. Has something in common with Hunter Biden. Their daughters played lacrosse together according to data stored on the laptop. Pamela McGonagall Gunigal and Biden both received at least 29 emails related to the next-level lacrosse program. Two of Biden's daughters with his first wife, Kathleen, were midfielders on the varsity, varsity lacrosse team at the exclusive Sidwell Friends private school in D.C. But folks, that's, that's just a little bit, right? We, we Didn't we have... We have all these connections, right? Barr with Mueller, these kids playing together. We had jurors that... Went that were on the same team as the prosecutors' children. D.C. is a freaking cesspool, incestuous swamp. Everyone knows, everybody in the deep state, they're all in like Flynn. They're thickest thieves. And I, I think if I were the king of the United States, of course, that would be abhorrent because we have presidents. But if I were the king, I would just take the government out of D.C., and, and disband everything that's in D.C. Scrap everything and start all over. Okay. The corrupt agent who oversaw the department that investigated Hunter Biden's Chinese business partner, Patrick Ho, is the same person, Agent McConnell. So remember, Hunter Biden received a million dollars for finding an attorney for his Chinese friend, Patrick Ho, who was later arrested in 2017 this agent is the same one that was arrested, whose kids played lacrosse with Hunter Biden's kids. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along, move along. All right, let's get into President Trump being President Trump. And he's, he's, in, he's in the mocking game again. He's in the mocking game again. Let me play you an audio of Nikki Haley from not too long ago.
1: Runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. Runs again in 2024.
0: So Nikki Haley being asked if she were to run, uh, excuse me, if President Trump were to run in 2024, would she would she run? And she said she would not run if President Trump is running, w- w- was to run in 2024.
1: Runs again in 2024. Will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run as President
0: Trump. Alright, that's April of 2021. President Trump, truth doubt. Nikki has to follow her heart, not her honor. She should definitely run, exclamation point. Now of course The danger of written and text communication is that sometimes things can be misconstrued or misinterpreted because you don't have facial expressions, you don't have tonality, you don't have body language, and other things that maybe emote the intention of the speaker. But it sure all seems like to me that Donald J. Trump is mocking her. Yeah, you should run. You don't have to follow. follow your heart, not your honor. In other words, she's being dishonorable. Nikki Haley, what, 2%, 4%? I mean, like nothing. Not even a blip, but she feels that she should run and dishonor what she said previously. That's okay, folks. There's plenty of money for these people in running. I don't know what her ultimate or ulterior motive may be or may not be. Maybe she's honorable. Maybe she really wants to run if she thinks in her mind that she could do better <laughs> like uh uh if if you missed it go over to the com. just yeah just go over to the real bcp.com join our community for free and then watch for free episode 187 someone mocked a very powerful Republican who has been very very outspoken about what he perceives to be injustices and the Disney clown, ABC clown told him, I believe that you believe what you say you believe. That sounds cryptic. Just go ahead and watch episode 187. You'll understand what I'm talking about. So maybe Nikki Haley believes that she could do a better job than President Trump and President Trump is not the right man for 2024 to run and then win in 2024 and then take be sworn in again on January 20th 2025 but I wholeheartedly disagree with that if you're new around here folks we are a Trump trained channel and that is why we are being decimated by this podcast so help us out like share subscribe and watch the last video if you missed it or the one before that if you missed it but don't go back more than two or three days the information will be too old so there you go uh, I like how the gateway, uh, pundit put this, uh, back previously. Let's see. This was, uh, uh, a few days ago, January 29th, Cullen Leinbarger said, uh, the delusion is strong with this one. A report on Saturday indicates that former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley mired around 3% in GOP presidential primary polls looks ready to launch her bid. David Drucker, a writer for the dispatch, claims Haley's senior aides are prepared to assume essential campaign roles once Haley gives a green light. She already possesses the necessary infrastructure through a prominent political action committee and a political nonprofit to build a ground game and campaign operation. That was last month. Well, we now know that on the 15th, she's going to officially announce. We're not done with President Trump, though. President Trump, this is a quick one. Someone on... Truth Social said, uh, "Let me see here. Let me let me click. Oh, I have it right here." Said, "Why would anyone support anyone Paul Ryan supports? That should tell you everything you need to know." And then President Trump replied to that truth and said, "I agree. Paul Ryan is a major loser who is now setting out to destroy Fox News, and it's happening." That was a time I would check in with Fox News, and I do occasionally. I think I played clips of Fox News the last couple episodes, but they're far and few between. President Trump out in the mocking game, mocking, mocking Nikki Haley, saying, Run, Nikki, run, and then calling Paul Ryan out for the major loser that he is. All right, folks, Representative Andy Biggs on Wednesday, announced that he is filing a new article of impeachment against Alejandro Mayorkas. For obvious reasons. In a statement to outlets, DHS spokesperson said lawmakers should focus on updating the U.S. immigration system instead of seeking to cast blame on officials. Really? We didn't have this issue under Trump. New officials come in. It's got to be their fault. That's what leadership is about. Take responsibility for your actions. Now, of course, an impeachment trial is probably not going to go anywhere, even if the House were to impeach him, because the Democrats control the Senate. But this is yet another attempt, and they should—they should make these—they they should go on the record, and he should be impeached. I mean, he's at, the actions of Mayorkas are actually actions of a. They're traitorous actions. Let's just put it like that. We are here on this platform, and I don't want to misconstruing. There's not a call to any kind of action against Mayorkas by citizens. But he took an oath of the to the Constitution, and he is guilty of crimes and high misdemeanors. And for derelict of duty, he should be impeached. All right, Kyle Rittenhouse getting screwed again with a whole bunch of new woes. Anthony Huber was this uh, guy that uh, then 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse shot during the Kenosha riots in Wisconsin back in 2020. John Huber is the father of Anthony Huber who was killed during the looting, rioting, and vandalism by BLM protesters that summer of love, love of destruction. Now Hero was shot dead because he tried to beat Kyle Rittenhouse to death with a skateboard. You should be able you should sit back and let someone beat you to a pulp, beat your brains and bash your brains in with a skateboard. Now we know that Rittenhouse was ex- exonerated of any wrongdoing in Wisconsin by a jury of his peers. Well, here's what the AP is reporting. A federal judge in Wisconsin on Wednesday ruled that a wrongful death lawsuit filed by the father of a man shot and killed by Kyle Rittenhouse during a protest can proceed against Rittenhouse, police officers, and others. They're suing uh, Rittenhouse. Why can't I say his name? The the closer my lips approximate to midnight, they all of a sudden can't say Rittenhouse. They're suing Rittenhouse for wrongful death. They believe that their son had a right to bash in Kyle Rittenhouse's head in with a skateboard. The father of Anthony Huber, one of the two men shot and killed by Rittenhouse, filed a lawsuit in 2021 accusing officers of having allowed a dangerous situation that violated his son's constitutional rights and resulted in his death. Okay. Anthony Huber's father, John Huber, also alleged, I mean, you know what? I don't know. There might be merit to the first one. But it's a sec- it's a second one here. And I'm not saying there is or there isn't. I just As I'm reading that statement, I, I don't know much about it. There could be some validity to that. Obviously, the judge here believes there is some validity to that. because He's allowing this lawsuit to go forward. But here's what's laughable, even though it's not a funny matter. John Huber also alleged that Rittenhouse, who was 17 at the time of the shootings, conspired with law enforcement to cause harm to protesters. I mean, come on, we have video footage of this kid sm- smashing Rittenhouse over the head with a, with a skateboard. But it was Rittenhouse who conspired with the police to force his son to smash Kyle Rittenhouse's... I mean, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous claim. <sighs> wow. Wow. The John Huber seeking unspecified damages from city officials, officers, and Rittenhouse. U.S. District Judge Lynn Adelman on Wednesday dismissed motions filed by Rittenhouse and the government defendants seeking to dismiss the civil rights lawsuit. In allowing the case against Rittenhouse and the others to proceed, the judge said that Anthony Huber's death could plausibly poss- be regarded as having been approximately caused by actions of governmental defendants. But Kyle Rittenhouse is not a governmental defendant, so why is he not excused? ...from the lawsuit. Rittenhouse's attorney, Shane Martin, said in a phone interview... ...that it's important to note that the ruling doesn't address the merits of the case. It only allows it to proceed to the next phase. Hmm. Just a few more stories, folks, just so you know what's going on. There is a bipartisan bill introduced to protect U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Chairman of the U.S. Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources, Joe Manchin and a bipartisan effort with Senator Ted Cruz have introduced a legislation to prohibit the Biden administration from selling crude oil to China or anything controlled by the CCP. I had reported that that was going to be done, that there was rumored to be done, but now we know that to be fact. And I want to talk a little bit about this, how Ron DeSantis, he hasn't said he's going to run. We are Trump trained here. But I'm a political analyst and commentator. Ron DeSantis is on the right side of every issue. It appears. If he's running, he is doing a smart job. Before his announcement, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said the government should investigate AT and T owned Directv over its decision to drop conservative channel Newsmax. Now I'm not making this a, a Trump DeSantis comparison. Once again, we're Trump train. But if and if and or when DeSantis puts his name in the hat for 2024, he is racking up a lot of wins by keeping himself in the news on the right side of the issues and being vocal about them. That's the point I'm trying to make. For instance, Nikki Haley, what have you heard about her? Where has she come out strong on any issue? that MAGA Republicans or Republicans in general could be enthused about besides the fact that she's a woman. Harris is a woman and is vice president. There's got to be more than just identity politics at play, Nikki. Ron DeSantis, if you want to be taken serious, you should have followed his lead. Quote, I think there should be no ideological litmus test when you have these big companies that the decisions to make or break a news network or any other type of network, right? Freedom of the press, but not with big tech. And of course, they're covered because they're working along with the treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards on both sides of the aisle in the DC swamp. They will give different rationale for why they don't want to do it, but the reality is they have so much other content that that is very lightly viewed and yet they keep that on, and it seems that One America News and the Newsmax are being targeted. So I think it does warrant an investigation. Yeah, I mean CNN is in the toilet, and they still keep it there. I saw some very funny jokes and some comments on this channel and my other show when reporting on various news items. I to do it at CNN about how CNN uh, they must have dipped when they uh, when when they grounded all those planes and when schools close. I mean, they're down the toilets and they're still on every major network. OAN was on the rise, Newsmax on the rise, and now they're not being renewed. If you don't know or if you missed the news, DirecTV removed Newsmax from his channel lineup on January 24th. You can watch it online and other places, but you can't watch it on DirecTV. And that came a year after canceling OAN um, as well. They said they that they had wanted to keep Newsmax, but the channel's demand for rate increases would have led to price hikes for customers. Whatever, no one buys those lies. All right, folks, that's the news I have for you. Please like, share, look at old videos that you may recent old videos you may have missed if they're of interest to you, and don't forget to check out our sister channel, the BCP Report, and my other show over at therealbcp.com or on Spotify. This show can be found in video format, not just here on YouTube, but also on Spotify, as can our other show, BCP Unfiltered. The links to everything I've talked about are down below. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye. God bless.